guys. Welcome back to the Blue Crew broadcast. I'm Harrison. And I'm Delaney. And today we're going to be discussing our part two of our New Year's resolutions for 2021 and a little reflection from 2020. So Delaney, if you could hit us with some announcements. All right. So unfortunately, Braves, we have no announcement this week, but we're going to get right into our discussion. So Harrison, before we invite Dr. Stites into the Zoom, what has been your 2021 resolution? Oh, man. Honestly, I was talking to a couple coworkers at work, and we were discussing how we didn't really find um, resolutions to be, like, effective. So instead, I like to go the path of goals. So my goals for 2021, one, to graduate. You know, that's just that's yeah, just yeah. coming. <laughs> um Two is I definitely just want to become like more worldly, you know, like experience new cultures and read more books and um, go on like different adventures where I wouldn't have normally gone, you know, just I want to expand who I am as a person and really just develop because we're going off to college soon. So that's a whole bunch of new opportunities within itself, but I really want to go prepared, and I think I'll be best prepared if I open myself up and just, like, eat, or not eat, but just, like, a sponge. I just want, like, so many different things to help form me as a person, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, what is, like, one culture that you really want to research this year? Ooh, um, I really want to have to be like ethnicity, like it could be like college culture or like the culture of working in a business. Like, you know, it doesn't, you could think yeah. of if you want. I get, um, I really want to understand like astrology more, to be honest. Yes. Oh my God. Like, I love it. Lie. Like that, like it's, it just seems so like there's so much in depth like detail that like that goes unnoticed with it and mm. like I really want to just understand and grasp it and mm -hmm. hopefully make it part of my life I guess and I think that would be so cool to just like learn about you know it's really cool I like I've always had an interest in it but like this year it kind of got amplified just because I've been seeing it like everywhere especially on TikTok but obviously I'm not going to like get all my research off TikTok that just kind of inspired me to look into it more and it's like really interesting and I'd honestly say it's like one of my passions and I love like reading people's birth charts like it's so fun and then like afterwards they they tell me like what resonated and like usually it's a lot but if they didn't like if something didn't agree like they'll tell me and I'm like oh okay that makes sense and I'll be like and I'll explain why that may have not resonated and so it's just like really cool <laughs> yeah, yeah that is yeah that's pretty sick man. that's a good passion to have what about you what are your um resolutions and or goals for 2021 uh, my main one is like finding a college that fits me not what like and I was kind of talking about this in ASB the other day um like society and especially our school always pressures you to get into like a good school and like 
it doesn't matter if it's a good fit for you as long as it's a high ranking. And so I think for me, I've come to the realization that I need to find one that fits for me and not fits what everyone else wants me to go to. So even though I may end up at like a high ranking college, which hopefully um, maybe I will, but um, I wanted to make sure that I'll feel at home there and I'll truly continue my passions there. And not just for the name of the school, but for the actual virtues and like the teaching that I'll, the education I'll be receiving. So I think is um, picking the right college um another one would probably be finding more time to like relax and like de-stress and tell myself like I don't have to do all of this right now like I can take a break a little bit and without procrastinating of course but just like finding times to de-stress yeah the allocation of time and organization is like of your day like if you can organize your day it's so beneficial bro i know i know i've been i've started to do that to do that and it's got it's like rough to do it because you're like oh i only have like 20 minutes to eat or like i only have 30 minutes to like take a nap like it's kind of rough seeing how your day plays out but once it's over it's like that much more satisfying yeah I, i was it in second period where we watched that video of like the jar with the big rocks and the beans yes you know what i'm talking about so yeah, yeah. like that that really resonated with me because it's absolutely it's absolutely right if you fit your priorities in your day those are your representative of your big rocks you can still have all of your like little mindless tasks or your break time snack time fit in your day but if you prioritize like your mindless tasks and eating time and break time over like your main priorities like your day is gonna be long your day is gonna be stressful you know so that's a really good that's a really good goal to have to allocate your time throughout your day and just to kind of explain for our listeners um in our anatomy class our teacher showed us a video shout out to mrs scullin um she showed us a video where they had a jar and the bigger rocks were the top priorities so like homework work um chores, etc. And those were the things that filled up the most space. But then after that, you would put some activities that still require brain activity, but aren't super like educational, I guess. So like video games would be a great example because you're still active, you're still using your brain and stuff like that. So that would go in next. And then the third thing would be the super mindless activities. So just scrolling through TikTok or like, um, what else? Just, just, things that don't really require you to do much, but are for strictly pleasure go in last. And once you see that, if you do it in that order, you have enough space for all of the things in your day. And like Harrison was saying earlier, if you put one of the things out of order, or if you put the mindless activities first, you're not gonna have enough space for all the things to go correctly in your day. And so that was just a brief explanation on what we were talking about there. Yeah, but so, a little ref- like um, to go back to like the resolutions and stuff. Um, like what like from twenty twenty? Do you think like twenty twenty has a reflection on your resolution this year? Twenty twenty has given me a lot of time to research and write college applications more than I would have if we weren't into in a pandemic like this. 
And so I think that wildly affected my 2021 resolution of finding like a right fit because 2020 let me fully like really go in depth to some of the colleges that I want to go to and made me add even more colleges to my list. Like I think before the pandemic, I only had like a couple UCs and maybe like two private schools. But now like through quarantine, I've had the time to research other schools and I've added so many more to my colleges that I would definitely consider going to. And like maybe one of them had a better fit than some that I had previously. And I think that's really, that was a really special thing for me to have that extra time specifically working on my applications too, because I'm really proud of like what I wrote. I think some of the things that I've written for the applications are probably some of my best piece of pieces of writing and that wouldn't have come out if I didn't have that extra time or felt rushed or anything like that. So even if I don't get in and to any colleges, I'm still really proud of what I put forth and the like writing that I've put in the application. So yeah, what about you? How has 2020 influenced your resolutions? Or goals, goals. Um, well, just like the fact that we've had to, and we're still continuing to um, social distance and like get away from socialized settings and stuff like that. And if you guys know me personally, I'm an extremely social person. I love any activities that have to deal with like large groups of people or even in like intimate settings. I love just being around people and talking to people. So just the fact that like the physical separation and stuff, it, it really gave me a lot of time to think about it. And there are so many people that I haven't met yet. And so many people that I haven't like shared experiences with yet. And like, I just feel like it would be so awesome to just indulge myself again when it's safe into large groups of um, people, large crowds, concerts, you know, like exhibit, um, exhibits and stuff and like 2021 hopefully um gives us the opportunity to grow as people and 2020 definitely challenged us as people so yeah 2020 definitely helped me or it made me realize that there's like so many different cultures and people and experiences that I haven't lived yet and I'm very excited to to go forth in life and experience those. I agree I think that's um, a really really good point of view and with that we are going to transition to our guest speaker of today it is Dr. Stites now we're going to let him in the room kind of ask him some similar questions just to get a third point of view. And we're gonna get some reflection on the year and some goals for next year or this year, technically from Dr. Seitz. Hello, Dr. Seitz, thank you for joining us today. Hey, you two, good to see you. Good, good to, to see, see you too. too. All right, could we start off with like a brief little introduction, maybe like say your position, Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I'm Dr. Schweitz. I'm the assistant principal for instruction here um, on, a, on a normal year to, to see and work with students a lot with their counselors, you know, classes, kind of work through challenges that they're having. Um, this year has not been um, so normal, unfortunately, um, but uh, it's been great. I've been popping into Zoom meetings and being able to see the types of learning that's going on in our classes. 
So yeah, I just, um, there's a whole whole bunch of students, like a whole class, like our freshmen, right? That I haven't really been able to meet. So I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to that, but. Yeah. So much for sharing. We're gonna go into a couple questions, Great. basically just reflecting on 2020 and then if you have any goals for 2021. So our first question today is what's the best thing you've learned from 2020? You know, um, I, as you asked that, in fact, uh, the counselors and I were talking about this the other day. So I think the, the thing about 2020 that's been the most interesting and I would say the best is kind of learning how far we can go um, in learning new things. I think about a year ago, because you know, like today is the anniversary of like the first COVID or first one we knew about at least positive COVID test in the United States. And you think about a year ago, what our life was like, and you think about now, right? I think though, like if you look at where we've come in 12 months and it is, you know, I mean, it's, it's not pretty right now, like at all, but you think of like the innovative creativity to, to have vaccinations available like in less than a year from this. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And it, so it, as much as it's been difficult, it's really inspired me as far as what we can be capable of um, when, we, when we get together and put our minds to it. So I think that's, that's kind of been the, the positive. And it's nice to focus on positives once in a while because it seems like there's not a ton of hope sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. People have definitely showed like their capacity and resilience through all these hard times. And that it's, it honestly is extremely inspiring to see like even in dark times, people still, um, people still unite and make things work. And that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, the next question is, so with like the reflection of 2020 in mind, what will you try and improve on in 2021? Absolutely. So I think, you know, one of the most exciting things is to kind of look at where instruction is at, because, you know, we've come to a lot of realizations with um, all the limitations that we have with, with distance learning. I mean, our, our teachers, uh, God bless them. I mean, they have been like, learn, talk about learning new things from day one and then continually learning new things and trying to figure out how to instruct and teach what they like, know they need to teach, but clearly are not going to be able to teach because it just can't happen over the internet, you know, and Zoom. And, um, but being able to now look at how we're able to use online instruction to be able to help enhance some of our classroom instruction. I think that is one of the neat phenomenons that will actually come out of this is our ability to be able to provide some pretty um, uh, need opportunities in instruction that might not have been available in a traditional classroom, or we made it might have taken us more years to get there, right? And so now, I and I, I do also like the opportunities that we're able to provide to students even outside of the classroom, as far as even dual enrollment now, because of courses that are online at JP. I mean, there's so many more possibilities for students just logistically in their day. Um, but yeah, I, I think focusing back then on what instruction is gonna really look like um, in this next year, especially given that students are gonna be in so many different places. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's gonna be a reality, but it's, a, it's gonna be a, um, a really great challenge to work through. And I know the teachers are definitely on board to be able to do that, so. 
I totally agree. I think that this year's like truly provided more opportunities for the student body as well as myself. Like I know if we weren't online, I wouldn't have the time to take the classes that I do like in person. And so that's, and I did take a dual enrollment course at AFI and it was really fun. So I'm really glad that French kind of introduced that to me. Um, Which one did you take? I took art history. Oh, very nice. It was really fun, honestly. I thought it was going to be boring, but <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> intense though, like that's a that's a pretty intense course. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, I had some really good writing. I was surprised at myself. <laughs> okay. um, the next question is more like a personal question, not really about like 2020 or anything like that. Although you can relate it back. Um, what has your journey been like, and how have you gotten to where you are now? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. I think it's a uh, definitely personal because you know um, I I love where I'm at right now. I would I have thought that I would be an assistant principal at a, at a amazing school like we have uh, when I was in high school. No, I was going to be an attorney, right? And I loved politics, loved constitutional law. I wanted to like so excited about all of that, and I still am to a degree, but. Um, what I found a passion for was education. Um, my dad was an educator, um, and it still is. And uh, you know, to be able to to look at what 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 is possible for for young people, and to be able to like really get like how important education is in creating opportunities for someone's life, right? I mean, that's really that in a nutshell. That's why we're here is to be able to provide the best opportunities that we possibly can for young people. Um, and so that's what had me go the route of becoming a teacher and then getting into leadership with regard to, um, uh, like school leadership. And, you know, really too, my, my family drove me in that direction too. I mean, it's like, um, my, my wife and, you know, we have a growing family, just had, um, our, uh, son, Joshua on the, the third of this month. So he's a brand new baby. Thank you. Thank you. Joshua. Oh my <laughs> yeah, we're, we're super excited and he's really fun not get a ton of sleep, but you know, that's expected. <laughs> so, yeah. And you know, like to, um, I, I, I think though that that's having kids has really kind of solidified for me how important what we do is and more the fact that we always need to be charged with improving doing better because you know the world changes and if like if we don't aren't changing with it or if we're seeing where it's going to go we get left behind and the problem is if we're behind then our students are behind and my biggest thing is like i, I want all the opportunities in the world for the students here at alta loma high school of course in general but here at alta loma high school and so when we have things like a pandemic like this the, the thing that keeps me up at night right is okay, so what opportunities are other students getting in other schools or this or that, or how are they interpreting this or how are they providing instruction? How are they have making sure that students don't get behind so that like ours aren't left behind, you know? And so I think, I think it's types of things like that, that um, like in these moments, it really kind of solidifies how, how important education is and why I, I was able to arrive here. And I feel like I'm at the perfect spot. People tell you that a lot in life, right? They say that, you know what, um, 
everything's for a reason. And sometimes that's hard to hear because sometimes it really doesn't feel like that should be the reason like at all, especially when things are disappointing. But yeah. like, I, I really believe that looking back and I'm just so glad and blessed that I'm like where I'm at. And yeah, so sharing this conversation with the two of you ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But um, so I have a quick question. So you were, you're adamant about like political science and um, constitutional law and stuff. So how could you explain like how you read like your, your change of path? Cause you were, you're on your path and then you found your passion for education, but how was it for you to like completely alter your course of study, you know, like. Well, yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Part of it was, uh, I guess, logistical, okay, I'll put it that way, because um, shortly after uh, I got my bachelor's degree, uh, I, I met my wife, and that was when I was studying to take the LSAT and go to law school and all that stuff, and all of a sudden, things kind of started to rearrange in my life as far as my priorities, and um, like, not education in general, like, I knew I wanted to be able to get an advanced degree and, and, and all of that stuff, but, but what I wanted to do and what I wanted to spend my time doing right? And I all of a sudden found that law school was not where I wanted to be. And I'm <laughs> glad I found that out before I went. <laughs> but, you know, Save you some money. I, I was really disappointed, though. I was like, I was really disappointed. I, um, I studied to take the LSAT, did not do real well on it. I wanted the first time I took it. And that's when I started kind of reassess things. Um, even though my grandma said that I must have done very well, of course, right? <laughs> That's like, no grandma, it's okay. <laughs> but, um, um, but then you start to see kind of how like pieces fall together and it's like you still can do the things that you're passionate about, but it doesn't necessarily look like that. I, yeah. I, when I was in elementary school, middle school, high school, like I was going to be the president of the United States. Like that was like, I was, I was that kid, right? And yeah. Then it was like all of those things that, that had me be passionate about that are still the things that I'm passionate about. It's just I had to let go of like the exact picture of that and law school was part of that. So I thought to be the president, you have to go to law school. You know? It's like, you have to be an attorney. You have to do this. You know? yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't. But, <laughs> um, but with, that, with that said, it's just I, I had a hard time when I was younger kind of uh, – I had a lot of plans, right? A lot of students have plans, a lot don't have plans, but I had a lot of plans and I was kind of rigid about it. And so when something looked like it wasn't going in that direction, it was pretty hard for me. And I think that the best part of my life was that I was able to start to give that up, but it's not about giving up on your dreams. It's just like being okay that things look differently. And then, then you love them and then they become part of your life. So yeah, yeah. A, so that was the change of course. <laughs> No, that's a great lesson in life, though, just to understand that life, like life happens, you know, you're, it's not going to go directly as planned, but to embrace, like how life um, plays out is a beautiful lesson, beautiful lesson to learn. So um, another semi personal question, um, away from like, just just a question, I guess, would be, what's your favorite way to, like, de-stress? Because, like, in the pandemic, like, allocating different responsibilities and stuff. So, yeah. like, how is your, your 
de-stress from life. Um, yeah. how, does, how does that go? No, absolutely. That, that's been a challenge over this last 12 months because um, all of the ways that I was used to de-stressing weren't really possible. Like I loved going to the gym, like loved it. And I thought I was super disciplined, but what I realized was I was really disciplined about getting myself out of bed and driving to a gym, right? And so like all of the gym equipment that I could possibly buy in my house, like is gonna sit there because I can get myself out of bed to get in the car to drive to the gym, but I can't get out of bed in the morning to go down the hall to work out. And it's, it's so weird to find that out about yourself, but I was like, I wasn't that disciplined about the, like working out. It was like this, the structure. And when that was broken, I was like lost. Right. So, you know, I've been trying to still like exercise is what like really has me de-stress. And so now we try to do like family walks and stuff like that. And we um, uh, you know, walk up uh, kind of like San Antonio Dam, or Euclid Avenue in Upland and, and just kind of getting out of the house and in nature and like without technology, even though, you know, I mean, technology is hard to get away from. Even, yeah, it's... I mean, and I, I still remember my wife telling me like when I got my first iPhone, which was, I think the iPhone four way back when, which sure doesn't even work, but I have one right? But she was like, this is going to be the end. Like, we're always going to be on our phones. I'm like, no, 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 not, no way. And I'm like, I noticed that I, I'm like, I very, I have to like pick it up. It's like, oh, it's almost like, okay, there's some downtime. Like, and yeah. I think, wow. And so I think that's part of one of the things too, is kind of being able to look at certain things like that over this last 12 months, because there's been more time to kind of be introspective, <laughs> a lot of time. And um, that's been one of the things that I've been trying to, to work on is being present in the moment more and not have to be doing something or on my phone or just kind of be present with family because that that's really where the, the de-stressing comes but it also that's awesome like you have to work at being de-stressed you know yeah exactly. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right our last question of today it's it's a real easy one do you have any questions for us gosh well like really yeah I mean, I, I've, I've gotten to see Harrison once, which was awesome, biology, <laughs> right, in person. But like, like, how are, like, I guess I haven't been able to like see you guys. Like, how are you doing? Like, how are things going? Like, how are your, your peers doing, your friends? Like, is there hope? Like, is there, are you struggling with that? It's like, where, where are you at? Do um, you if you want to take this one? Yeah, I, sure. I, <laughs> um, I think among like the senior class senioritis is hitting us like 10 times harder than it probably usually would just because like some kids already see online school as an option and now that it's like last part of senior year they're like doubling that not me personally but like I've heard that from a lot of people and like even myself who's always been like a super hard worker like gets good grades and stuff like that like I'm starting to like feel like the slip you know like I'm kind of seeing like oh well by the end of April I'll have a college so I mean they don't really look at this anyway so it's like I find myself in that mindset and it can be really really detrimental to like my motivation because I'm like oh well they're not going to look at if I do this one assignment like they're, like colleges aren't going to look at this and I think that a lot of my peers are kind of feeling the same way either on extreme level or just minor like myself um 
But honestly, we're also seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Like we're seeing that graduation's almost there. And I think that's really what's making us push even harder and not letting go just yet. So that's how I kind of feel. And then also I've been like really bored, but I got a job to like fix that. So I'm like really happy. And so, yeah, I'm really happy with my job. And like, it's just made me feel like I'm doing something for the community, even like when I couldn't through school, because that's where I got my source of like community service was through school. And now that I can't anymore, like getting a job, like filled that. And so I'm good, I'm good right now. <laughs> where are you working? Uh, Chick-fil-A by Victoria Gardens. Oh, awesome. Okay, that's, I'll have to go to that one. I like the one on the way home is the one of the colonies. Oh, for yeah. Sure, but like, so like, yeah. yeah, that's awesome, love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you, me too. <laughs> that's so great. You know, that, that, that lack of, it, it's hard to sometimes find inspiration. Um, and I, I you know, I, to be honest, I, I've been having those conversations with people at work, right? Because what's inspiring to us is not here, right? Oh, Students sure. being able to interact, like that's not here. And so to, to have to generate that, we're not used to it. And so, yeah, it, days kind of drag on sometimes. And then you've got to remember then you get a project and you're like, okay, all right, we got to do this, but it's, it's hard. And so I can only imagine for seniors right now, like gotta be the worst senioritis ever, <laughs> right? It's like no other class really knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <you guys> know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. We enjoyed your presence and all you that you had to say. And um, if there's any message that you'd like to give to our listeners, Absolutely. Well, th thank you both so much for the opportunity. I was actually really, really excited when Scott emailed me. I was very, very excited. So, um, um, you know, just I, I, I miss miss you all. Um, I miss your listeners, and I miss the ones that I even haven't even been able to to meet yet. And I, I know I, I do have hope. Um, I'm, I'm very hopeful with regard to like where we're at and where we're going to be going. Um, and I, I hope things are going to be progressing really quickly. Um, I, I don't know like what that's going to look like. And that's again, a lesson that I've learned about 2020s. You really have no idea what's going to happen at all, even when you think you do. <laughs> but I do have hope. And, and, and what's inspiring to me is just seeing um, how students have been resilient and in dealing with this and the stories that teachers have been able to tell. Um, so I, I look forward to us all seeing each other in person. Um, and yeah, thanks again for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for coming again. Bye. Hi, thank you again for tuning in. I'm Harrison. And I'm Delaney. And thank you so much again. Have a great day, Braves.